Hi everyone, this is Jackie Cooper from J. Cooper Travels. I would like to thank you so much for being a listener on my podcast. And I would like to share with you that I have started a few more podcasts based upon feedback and ideas that I've had on areas that I think are really important. As many of you know, I am both a lawyer as well as a special education teacher. So I have started another podcast called Cooper virtual career day podcast. And the purpose of that podcast is to provide information to elementary, middle and high school, as well as college students about different careers that they have options. So definitely check out that podcast. So that way you can hear stories about how to get involved in different careers. I also have another podcast called Crypto Mom, and that's because I'm involved with cryptocurrency. I've been interested in cryptocurrency for a long time, and I recently um, started to invest in Bizcoin. So I would love for you to check out Crypto Mom and to also hit me up with um, a question about how you can learn more about Bizcoin. Um, the other podcast that I have started is called Love Travel Scotland. And the reason why I've started that is that I have a, an associate in Scotland and she has been telling me and sharing with me stories about how Scotland as well as other countries and locations have been hit very hard by COVID. So the purpose of that podcast is to feature business hideaways and stories that you might not um, hear about because we'll be interviewing locals and individuals connected with the Scottish culture. And we've also created a Facebook page called Love Travel Scotland Discount. So you can also um, check that out if you are thinking about traveling to, um, to Scotland. So definitely keep up and subscribe on all four of those platforms, including J. Cooper Travels. Also, please, please, please subscribe to the YouTube that's associated with this podcast so that way you can actually see who is speaking and learn more about um, the wonderful stories that um, we're featuring here. Finally, one last request in addition to um, subscribing for free. Um, if you do decide that you would like to um, support the podcast, whether it's a 99 cent a month or any of the other levels, that would be truly wonderful. If you do support the podcast, that those funds will be going towards different charities that I support. So know that in your heart, if you are supporting the podcast, that those funds will flow to charities that help support um, children empower children as well as protect the environment. So thank you so much for that. And one final note on this intro and throughout the episodes of all the podcasts that I do, I share with you free access to a wholesale portal called I Go For Less. It has, um, you can save up to 35% on your travels, excursions, rideshare, and a host of other services and technology supports. And it is free, totally free to access this member-only portal. The other reason why I am asking you and actually imploring you to activate your site is that this is also connected to a foundation. So every time that you activate the I Go For Less portal, a family is fed a meal 
a donation is made on your behalf. And again, your activation is free, but the foundation donates to Mono Relief and Children International. So families are fed meals. And to date, we've, we have um, fed over um, 4 million families. So that is phenomenal. I would love to have you, um, by activating the site, help me increase the number of families that we can support. So again, all of the efforts here are to help others. And I know that we are one global family. So I really want to thank you so much for subscribing again to my podcast, um, subscribing to the YouTube channel, and also activating the free portal. Um, thank you so much. And let me know what other topics you would like me to feature, because again, I'm here to serve you and to make everything um, exciting for you as you travel around the world. Have a good day. Thanks. Bye. Hi guys, this is Jackie Cooper. I'm with J Cooper Travels. And today I have a very special guest. Um, Kathy is here and she actually wears many, many different hats and she's had a phenomenal life and a phenomenal career. And she's going to tell us some of her stories and some of her tales. Kathy, thank, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. I know your business um, is, uh, it covers so many different areas. Would you like to give like a little bit quick overview as to what the business is and how you got started in it? Well, my current business, and first off, thank you so much for having me. This is my very first podcast with anybody. So this is new waters for me, and I love to learn, so it's very exciting. I'm really, really super excited to be on here. And um, my current business, uh, gosh, where to start? Anyway, it is a health and wellness company, and we have products that have literally given me back my quality of life. That's why I'm so excited about it because I'm coming up on being a 24 year cancer survivor. And I had breast cancer at age 39. I was uh, diagnosed on my first wedding anniversary. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And a week after my last chemo treatment, my husband had a heart attack. So our rehab timing worked out to be the same. So we would get up every morning and go around the corner to the rehab center and do our exercise together. And so for 20 years after having cancer, it took me almost two years to get finished with all the treatment and everything. And for 20 years after that, I never felt good again. And I just would sit on the couch. I actually got to the point where I would ask him to divorce me because I felt like I was such a burden. And being diagnosed on our first anniversary, I said, you didn't sign up for this. You need to divorce me and get yourself a wife that you can live your life with. And thank goodness he didn't agree. And because, you know, 20 years or 21 years later, I discovered these products. And uh, the company is called Revital U, and I've been with it since actually it even was formed. It spun off out of different other companies, and so I got started in it because 
being a lifelong musician, I was really tired of depending on that for my income. And I saw this book one day said, you know, how to reinvent yourself. And I thought, oh, that would be so fun. I want to reinvent myself. (laughs) Uh, Yes, you're laughing because it's not as easy as it sounds by any means. But what these products did for me, we have products that are for energy and to help with sleep, put you in a better mood, help you lose weight, detox, and they're all natural and it's cutting edge science based on individual ingredients and how they work together and how they work together to trigger your body to do what it's supposed to do. And So after 20 years of not being able to lose the 56 pounds of weight that my treatments added to me and having zero energy and being depressed and not being able to sleep, all those things, then um, I discovered we first just started off with a coffee and you put it into hot water or whatever, your regular coffee. And within one month, I had gone from being a crying couch potato that was fat to having dropped a size and joining a dragon boat race team. Wow. So when I say, you know, these products and, you know, we have other products, but we started with just that one and they literally have given me a quality of life that I thought I would never see for the rest of my life. That's exciting. That's that's definitely. I know you say that your life is like a tale of two cities. So um, is that what you mean in terms of like the before and the after? Well, that could be one way. But the other way is I'm really, really, really thankful for how I grew up because my parents were divorced when I was very young and I was too young to understand about divorce. And my mother was very emotionally disturbed because of the divorce. And my father was a really, really hard worker and he worked really hard and he became a millionaire. And because of my mother's emotional instability, I didn't get to live with her after eight years old. Now, my mother basically was destitute through no fault of her own. And she could not, she wasn't capable of taking care of even herself, much less my sister and I. And so we had to live with my dad. And in my dad's house, we had money, we had anything, you know, that we needed. He was a home builder. We had great houses and everything, but there was no love in that house. There was money. And in my mother's house, there was love, but no even basic needs. And we could not live with her. So I'm thankful for that because it taught me early on, money is meaningless. Of course, it has a lot of meaning if you don't have it and you can't pay your bills. But my mother, uh, you know, we knew we were loved by her. And so that taught me love is much, much more important than being rich. And so that's what I mean by a tale of two cities. And I'm thankful for that because it's given me a good balance between materialism and spiritual wealth. 
Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, there has to be a balance between everything. I mean, the the reason why I call my podcast Jay Cooper Travels is is not just because of the physical travel that I do or that we do around the globe, but it's also the spiritual travel that we do and the personal growth that we do and the other journeys that we take as individuals, you know, throughout our life. Um, and so it is important to understand the value of currency and and how that plays and then also the importance of um, the support and love of others too. Um, yeah, that for sure. Um, you mentioned uh, that you um, gained a reputation, international reputation as a piano, play, piano teacher. How did that happen? I mean, I'm fascinated. I mean, you did talk a little bit about how you reinvented yourself, but how did you end up on the piano path? Well, I don't know. A lot of things are a mystery to me about my life. But um, when my parents divorced, my dad thought it would be a good idea. We were still living with my mom. And my dad thought it would be a good idea to put a piano in the house for my older sister. And so because I was the baby brat, I had to do everything she did. So when she took piano lessons, then I was six, she was 12. So I had to have the piano lessons. And after about six months, she was like, I'm done. I'm not doing that. And since I was just the tag along, then that's when I had to quit too. But I loved it. And I just kept going and teaching myself. And somewhere along the line, I got an idea. I got the idea that I wanted to get a doctorate in performance and I wanted to concertize and I wanted to teach in a university. Wow. I loved classical music. Nobody in my family has anything to do with music and it wasn't reinforced. They hated classical music. It's just really bizarre. And so then I got in high school and I figured out that I could skip my last year of high school and go to music school if I would just go, you know, with a lesser, instead of going with an advanced diploma, which is what we had, to knock it down to a general diploma. And then I could go take a couple of correspondence courses and get out of school a whole year early. So I did that against everybody's good advice. I did that and I went to music school. And then um, I went to graduate school. And along the way, I found out about the Suzuki piano method. And I started going to a workshop and I just got so fascinated with that, that finally I went to Japan and I lived for four years to study with Dr. Suzuki. Himself. Wow, wow. So in the piano world, uh, there were about 10 of us that ever did that. We went and we just basically camped out at his feet and the person that adapted it from violin to piano. And so I went over there and I lived for four years. I went on a one-way ticket, no money, no idea how in the world I was going to support myself, but I just went. I was 26. And because of that... And I got to be good friends with Dr. Suzuki. He really liked how I played and he encouraged me. And um, he was just kind of like a dad to me that I really needed. And so I just got possessed with the Suzuki method because I was one of about 10 worldwide that had an actual teaching degree awarded by him to me. Then 
everybody knew who I was. And they started asking me to come and do workshops and teach, you know, in universities and seminars. And so I've done that. I've taught all over the world and um, I've written some books and that's what I did. And I did that. I mean, I still teach a little bit. I've got eight students now, but it's kind of like, okay, I'm, I want to do something different, you know, challenging, new. So I decided to reinvent myself, not knowing how hard it was going to be. So after the the piano, um, is the reinvention that you were doing, is that starting the your own business? Is that what one of the things that you did? Or was there something else on your plate that you also participated in for, through for this reinvention? Well, it basically, you know, was learning about how to be in a, um, like a direct sales type company. And because I've always been self-employed, my dad was in home building business, furniture business, auctioneer business, stockbroker business, all self-employed. Right. And I briefly worked for a university and thought, no, I don't like this. I don't like those meetings and having to be bored out of my mind. And so I taught in my home. I taught in a couple of universities. I had my own school. I taught in somebody else's private school. I taught in my home studio again. And now I'm actually with my eight students. I'm just going, I'm driving to their houses and teaching them on their pianos. And, um, you know, I'm used to teaching on two grand. So going and teaching on their home pianos is quite interesting. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. I know that um, my dad um, played the, uh, the baby grand. And so um, we now have that at my house. And um, my daughter um, plays instruments by ear and she ended up gravitating towards the oboe. But mm -hmm. oh, wow. um, yeah, so um, but um, I'm in total respect for what you do with the Suzuki method and, and everything else, because I know that, um, one it's, it's, it, music is so important, uh, for everyone. You know, I, that's how I teach my kids is through music and through art. Um, and, and it doesn't always have to be traditional, uh, in terms of how kids learn or how adults learn, but um, still learning an instrument is not easy and you have to put the time and effort in just like with everything else. So total respect, mm -hmm. <laughs> total respect. Right. Yeah, so, people think it's a gift. Well, it's a gift that you like it, but it's slavery to be good at it. It's not easy. I mean, you just practice your head off. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Um, so I know that, um, you know, for those that are listening on the podcast, don't worry if you're driving or if you're watching the YouTube, there will be ways that you'll be able to um, connect with Kathy and um, learn more about her website and the products and be able to enjoy Revital You and be able to access all that, um, all that they offer. Um, but I also know there's one other thing that I, I don't want to forget for us to talk about is the rotary. I know that 
you're involved with the Rotary, and that's also a very important organization. I used to be part of the Rotary uh, before I started teaching because the, the meeting was in the middle of the day, and I decided um, that I didn't want to uh, continue on that. But it is, even when I traveled overseas with my daughter, I made sure I looked up different Rotary clubs so that way if we had a chance to go for and be a guest at one of their lunches or breakfasts, we could. So Rotary is international. I want to make sure that we talk about that for those that might not be aware of what the Rotary does. Um, so I know you're the president, which is awesome, uh, for your local Rotary. Um, how many Rotaries are there and um, how did you get to be president? Tell us a little bit more about that. <laughs> well, how many Rotaries there are? There are thousands, you know, all over the world. And, um, you know, we have, uh, it's called the four-way test, which I love because I'm a very altruistic person. I mean, I'm not driven by money or whatever. I'm just driven by doing good things. I yeah. love to do good things. I love to help people. And, you know, the four-way test, it's based on, is it the truth? Is it going to build better friendships and goodwill? And it's all very altruistic. And that's one thing I love. And being a Suzuki teacher and, you know, our students start when they're like as young as three years old and it starts by ear and it's all based on you develop yourself by your surroundings and whatever is in your environment is what you get good at. And so one of the aspects about the Rotary Club that I love is that there's all kinds of programs for kids starting as young as like sixth grade, I think it is. And we've got Interact, which is for like sixth grade up through high school. And uh, we give out scholarships to mm -hmm. seniors. All Rotary Clubs do this. Yeah. And uh, we're really into uh, water wells around the world and uh, things that make the environment better and international friendships and exchange and um, a lot of people don't know this, but like for college, you can go anywhere. It, you can apply for a grant and have all your expenses paid for a year to go to any other country and study. Wow. And, I didn't yeah. know that either. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. And so, you know, that's some of the things that I just love about the Rotary Club. And I think I'm the president just because uh, I have a small group and because I live in a very small city. We have a small group. I've been in it three years and they've all been president at least once. So it's like, <laughs> okay, Kathy, do it. <laughs> and so one of the things, it's not by nature, I don't view myself as a leader, but everybody else that looks at me views me as a leader. And so this is teaching me actually what a good leader I am. It's just not, not something I see in myself, but um, other people do. And I'm learning that about myself. You know, I think that um, as women, we don't always give ourselves the credit that we deserve. Um, as business owners, um, there is always an element of leadership. Um, especially if you are successful like you are in your business, especially if it's long-term, the longevity um, 
in order to develop a business, you have to have a social connection. You have to be able to network. You have to, you know, know how to kind of, um, uh, talk with people and uh, find out what they need and how you can support them. And that's what good leaders do. They, they, they listen, they, they, they listen more than they talk sometimes. So that way they can figure out how to problem solve. And, and that's actually what I liked about the rotary is the, the networking. And now, uh, you know, more and more people can get involved with the rotary because um, you're doing zoom meetings in many mm-hmm. ways. And so, you know, it's, you're not restricted to one area. You can actually visit and network with people all over, which is fascinating. Right. And it used to be that you had to go to a meeting every week and they've, they've gotten lax on that where you don't have to go every single week. And it used to be that if you didn't go, you had to make it up by going to some other club. Now you don't have to do that. So that's nice, too, because in today's society, that's pretty hard every single week to go to a meeting. Of course, as president, I have to go every single week. <laughs> I have to line up the speakers. And <laughs> I've had to learn to run a meeting. And I've done all of this before just by the seat of my pants about whatever I'm passionate about. It's like, oh, I love doing this. This is no problem. But so I'm actually learning concrete skills that I had, but didn't know. Exactly. Yep. I think it's very cool. So for those that are listening, I definitely want to suggest uh, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel. So that way you will know more about the various stories that, um, you know, Kathy has shared and that others are sharing and um, definitely look at the block below and above the YouTube and the um, the podcast so that way you can reach out to Kathy. This is the first uh, episode of my talk with Kathy. We are about to start a second episode, which is about travel because she and I have traveled and we're going to be chatting about our stories and travel. And then the third episode for those that would like to continue on is on my other podcast, the Cooper Virtual Career Day. And again, those links will also be on the podcast. So that way you can share with those that you know that might want to access it as well. Um, thank you so much, Kathy. I look forward to talking to you in a, in a short bit. Well, thank you. This is fun. <laughs>